1: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96 FM.
0: I was saying earlier this morning that I was going to be talking to a man who is walking the length of the country he's going to be starting his walk tomorrow morning um, at the tip of Cork and he's walking all the way up to Antrim and it's to raise awareness of parental alienation and he believes that the services need to be improved both sides of the border and he's doing it in partnership with the charity La Dolce Vita project and it's an early intervention and Prevention Support Service for women, men, families affected by domestic abuse, coercive control and alienating behaviours. They are based in Derry, but they work uh, wherever possible with families north and south of Ireland. And Charlie McGill is the man who is going to be doing that mammoth walk to raise awareness of parental alienation. Charlie McGill you are arriving into Cork today and you're going to be starting a walk tomorrow Saturday um, from West Cork and you're hoping um, to make it the whole way up to the top of the country. Just tell me a little bit about the challenge that you have ahead.
1: Yeah I'm walking from from uh, just outside Skibbereen to Lenarme, my own local village. Uh, that's 364 miles, 26 miles a day for 14 days. I'm doing the work to highlight the problem of parental alienation and uh, I've witnessed somebody going through parental alienation somebody close to me and I've seen how devastating mentally physically emotionally affects somebody mm. and the surrounding even the extended family and it's just uh, I just thought it's, it's I don't think or it doesn't seem to be right that one parent that's either man or woman has the right to keep children away from a biological lovely loving parent.
0: and this of course is um, the charity La Dolce Vita uh, project try to highlight parental alienation and the effects that it can have on people
1: I got involved with uh, La Dolce Vita project uh, Donna Maria Logue who set up the charity I got involved as a subcommittee and a subcommittee to try and help her highlight and get a motion through the councils to try and get it highlighted as a as a, the problem that it is and the damage it does to the alienated parent plus the damage it does to the alienated children like uh, most cases it's a uh, the father or mother is just took out their life and the whole family circle and probably in a lot of cases they don't even really know where they are or, or for what reason
0: and I suppose, like Charlie as well, um, you were saying that by doing this walk, you'd like to highlight the fact that we need more supports here, both north and south of the border.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it was it was dawn, actually when I first spoke to. You, I was trying to get something done as an all island, uh, as an all island approach to it because I think it I've actually found out since I started the walk and the amount of messages and the amount of people that have been getting in touch with me. And it's not only in Ireland; it's a problem. It's a problem nearly worldwide. It's definitely through the UK and and uh, Europe. And there's a couple of people that actually sent private messages. I was kind of surprised from America that has got to hear telling the way and they're following it. And that's a big problem there as well. So it seems to be everywhere.
0: And what kind of supports do you think are needed? Like, what are we doing wrong? What What do we need to have here?
1: I think uh, in some of the cases that I've heard, like uh, the, the parent that does the alienating, uh, seems to they take, make up an allegation or they or something they, they accuse the other parent of something and generate a court order or whatever. And then, uh, understandably, that if it's that if it's something they're accusing them of, it has to be uh, investigated or whatever. But then, whenever that's cleared then there's something else brought up, there's something else brought up. Uh, I know in the case that I knew, the lack of communication between the contact centres, the social services, uh, just feelings in a lot of different areas, and the courts first, or the legal system do not seem to recognise recognize it as a problem. And uh, I, th- I think that needs to change. Uh, it's, as I said at the start, there, it's to watch somebody go through it, like it's awful. Uh, I've been talking to uh, well, it's a young person now, and they're probably in the twenties. Was talking to a, a young person come to me, and they went through it. Mm. They really needed it from from their parent, and they said like, uh, it wasn't until they kind of come up into their late teens, they wanted to find out the other side of their family, and uh, well, I just I wanted to want to get into details, but mm. like, <laughs> she says like how it affected. Uh, they said how it affected them they just wandering all the time and nobody want to answer any questions, you know. I'm not saying that's maybe in all cases, but that's, that's I suppose the worst case.
0: And Charlie, is that the whole idea behind your walk? You're trying to do, is it a marathon a day and you're going from the south of Ireland up to the north of Ireland and I presume that's yeah. to highlight the need for these supports all over the country?
1: Yes. Uh, well, as I said, whenever I joined the uh, the La Del project uh, I I wanted to do something I wanted to try and help and it meant a lot to me uh, and I thought I would need to do something big to try and get people even just to get the conversation started about parental alienation because it's like kind of mental health is also a problem with it because as you can understand when somebody's been through it then it's the mental anguish of always wondering like if they can't get in touch with their their child or children it's like wondering where they are what they're doing like, how they're getting on at school or whatever. So, that's, that has a mental impact on the parent, never mind the child. And, uh, when I got involved with it, I'm sorry, I wanted, to, I wanted to help in some way. And then I come up around Christmas time, I kind of thought, well, uh, to get it noticed or get the conversation started, I needed to do something big. So, I thought, uh, walking the length of Ireland, a marathon from the day, people would kind of register, like, a marathon of the day, that's a big task. So, uh,
0: my big task is right. It's like five hundred and sixty-one kilometers in total, is it? Uh, uh, I
1: have to be right over three hundred and sixty-four miles. Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're starting off on Saturday, twenty-third of July, which is this Saturday, at yeah. Traghbiach bon- Bonahan that's in County Cork.
1: That's right. Starting there, and then and the sisters went down. I uh, have a great support behind me with my, my wife and the children and the whole family circle and friends, I just can't hardly believe the support. And a couple of my sisters and my mother went down and they came up through the route a few months ago just to kind of see it. And uh, we're staying in uh, Gaelic clubs every night when we finish. Well, I think there's one night maybe it's in a pub. Yeah. Another night, a a hotel. But most of the the places when we stop in the valleys, we're using uh, a GAA club uh, for stay in at night and use their facilities for sharing and different things mm. and then and then that's to kinda to get people talking about like this person's coming through and the whole reason for it to try and make it more aware.
0: Brilliant. And it's it's Tragbock in Bonlehan in Cork on Saturday. On Sunday then you're got travelling out from Shanlara, Curradrina in Cork then on Monday it's Dunamore, Lacaban, Cork and then on Tuesday Kildarary in Cork and then you're yeah. heading out then to Tipperary um, and have you been doing a lot of training before this or is is this um, like these kind of lengthy walks is this something that you yeah. do a lot of?
1: No, I've never, done, never done that. <laughs> I've, been, I've been all a farm and I've been on my feet all my life, uh, as somebody said to me the other day, oh Charlie you'll be fine to do it, you've been on your feet 51 years <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I've uh, through my work and I started uh, I've been a lot of walking anyway and then I started training back in January and I was trying just to get the time I tried to do. I was trying to do at least 2-3 to three nights a week, maybe eight, ten miles after work and then do uh, a long walk at the weekend at the first and then uh, I built it up then to doing two long walks at the weekend so then I built it up to four Thursday, Friday Saturday and Sunday I done a couple of them like four like 20, uh, 20 22, 26 and a half and 26 and a half one day I done 28 so I built, uh, I built it up back to, for a few times back to back you know and I felt felt okay at the end of it like so uh a wee bit bits of nagging pains but I think that's more to do with age <laughs> <and laughs> <nothing else. laughs> but, but it was uh, no, uh I've done as much training as I could and uh, I've been ready anyway so just hopefully with the help of God everything will go right
0: brilliant well hopefully you will and if anybody sees you on your travels through Cork I'm sure they'll come out and support you and give you a wave
1: <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, that would be one nice because uh, it's surprising that I you there's fantastic. I wouldn't, say, I, I wouldn't say I ever felt negative about doing it, but sometimes you read out to your mind, what if this happens or that happens, but when you get the amount of support I'm getting, it's kind of surprising how it keeps pushing you on. Mm. Brilliant. So,
0: uh, well listen, best of luck with it, and we might touch base with you again when you're finished and find out how you got on. Aye,
1: right, that'll go in nice. Thank you very much. Okay, best and of luck. Thank, thank you for covering this. Thank
0: no you. hassle at all. No hassle at all. Thank you very much, Charlie, right. and best of luck with the walk. Right, thank you. And Charlie does begin his walk tomorrow morning. And as I said, best of luck to him.
1: Quartz 96 FM.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.